pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Welcome back to the Rugby Pod podcast. I'm Andy Rowan this week. I'm joined by Andy Good and Big Jim Hamilton and Ollie Silverton. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor for the November Internationals, Ales by Mail, meaning we're coming to you every week. And if you haven't taken advantage of its uh, website, we can order craft beers to your door. It's right to your door. You can get 10% off all beers, so stock up for Christmas. Use the code as well because you'll get 10% off if you plug in Rugby Pod 10. And we're also um, giving our own Rugby Pod uh, pack of eight beers, so check that out and order that as well. Uh, boys, um, well, Goody, you've, you've been away for the week, haven't you? Training hard, mate. Training hard, yeah. lifting lifting the arm up to the mouth? Yeah, I think so. Well, out in Kuala Lumpur for a bit of a golf trip. Um, golf and drinking it was. Strong, very strong, actually. It looks like drinking and eating. Yeah, so well, yeah. I don't think we ate. You don't, when you drink, you don't eat, do you? you just... Oh, when you do slipper. bag of crisps, <laughs> yeah, bag of crisps. He's looking fuller. Put it that way. The suit that you had on a couple of weeks ago is tighter. <laughs> and good uh, trip though. Very good, good trip. trip. Yeah, Kuala Lumpur's a good place. Any highlights? Um, golf was really poor. Beach club really good. You go really anyone, good. anyone famous? Name drop. Darren Anderton, footballer. Okay. Yeah, really. Darren, yeah, talking. To he, he's walking around Kuala Lumpur. Anyone scored a World Cup goal? Was it, uh, no, he has. Mm. Uh, well, lad, he was though, saying that. Yeah, yeah, top lad. Really good guy. Funny guy. Um, good at golf. Uh, drinks a lot for a footballer. Um, yeah, good fun. Real good lad. Good times. Beach club. Get yourself there in Kuala Lumpur. Some scenes. Big Jim, you were you were back at the well this weekend. Um, big game against Gloucester. How, how are you holding up, mate? How's the body feeling? Well, I'm hanging. You today. are. I am body, hanging. His body's like a melted wheelie bin, to be yeah. honest. But uh, melted bin bag. Um, Tough game yesterday. Pretty tired today. Mate, Gloucester should have should have won it. Really, story of Gloucester season, though, isn't it? They actually played really well. Like we've done a bit of footage on them, and I uh, did a, a bit of commentary on one game against Bath where they were abysmal. But yesterday, and actually we saw against Wasps, they're playing loads better. Ben Morgan, although he dropped the ball a couple of times in contact, he was mate. He, he wanted it. Did he? He signed as well. He's so, so it's normally when it's normally when you uh, when you haven't signed, you want to show them that you want it. But um, it's no. going to Exeter, isn't it? Yeah, Exeter. Looks like Kvesic. Exeter, isn't it? Looks like Dundee, Dundee, Kvesic, Exeter. Yeah, Dundee. Yeah, overrated. So um, yeah, but it looks like things are going to be good at Gloucester. Apparently, the Montpellier uh, owner Mohad Altred won't go through there, would it? Well, I've heard it has. I've heard it's it's all gone through. It's just you know. Um, sorting out litigations and percentages and what they can because I don't know there's without getting too boring about how, how much you can own of a premiership team or two teams oh, oh, wrap it up mate wrap it up Jeez, Jim and but, yeah I was at the well again yesterday what a oh, went back to the uh, yeah. well yeah. and Ollie you would have probably watched him play yeah, how'd, he, how'd he go what's I your did, analysis yeah. on his performance I, I was there um, good. I wasn't nervous actually I thought we, we were going to be yeah, I was there on the chop or working or just just working no uh, just yeah on the beers on uh, the beers with the old man a, a, yeah. a rugby fan <laughs> I do a yeah. podcast with Jim Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> and I thought all we'd be talking about is a red card for you as they went to the TMO to check a bit of uh, bit of arm shoulder work on Mr Hibbard they went to the TMO because they saw one of the most ex- explosive and powerful actions they've seen on a rugby pitch in a long long Hold time on. you hit him with your tits <laughs> <laughs> story of my life again but um, no 
he went to the TMR I couldn't believe it. the game has gone so soft like literally Hibbs got up after he was on his back for about three minutes he got up he was like what the hell just happened I said mate you've been hit by a truck <laughs> uh, he stood back up didn't whinge no problem TMO and then the, the referee first game um, no good just a straight pen he was alright he was alright the refs are alright isn't they it, it's no, hard he's isn't got, it he's got to say that was he a young fella uh, youngish um, spray tan Anyway, Welsh? so back to the game. No, Welsh? I think he might have been Welsh actually. I can't remember. Anyway, let's not get into referees. Um, but Gloucester, so twenty four twenty, it might have been. I think. Yeah, uh, it was. It, yeah, it was. It was twenty four twenty. But anyway, they had a kick in front of goal. Easiest kick. Hooky'd been kicking well all game. Decided. So twenty four twenty. What would you do, Goody? Uh, two minutes left of the game. So I'm giving you a scenario here. Yeah. What would you have done? Where, where, and it's straight in front of the stick. Straight in front of the stick. Half two hour minutes out. to go. It, it, but the wind's quite bad so there has been a couple of ba- missed kicks earlier on it's not a guaranteed kick it's so quite who, difficult but it's with a, the wind or into the wind side wind Sarri's on 24 Gloucester's on 20 gotta go to the corner yeah, to 100% the- I couldn't believe they, they chose to kick a goal I think Billy Twelvebags wanted to kick a goal Billy Twelvebags missed the kick so obviously Billy Twelvebags missed it uh, no Hookie missed it yeah. and uh, that was it we kicked back into their half and pinned them down and um, mate they still look sharp but Story of their season, though, Gloucester, isn't it? Close games. They'll be good this year. I promise you they're going to come through now. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Gloucester, anyway. And th- uh, yeah, we're actually uh, we're live on um, Facebook Live again this year. Uh, this, this episode, sorry. <laughs> this year. Um, so we've got we've got Ollie uh, monitoring the the feedback. So if you do want to contact or do have a question for Big Jim and Andy Good, um, feel free to just uh, send it in, and we'll uh, Ollie will be all over it and ask him a few questions. Um, the November internationals, guys. How did you? Uh, what did you make of those? Just quickly, anyone stand out for you? Wow, Scot- Scotland, Georgia. Scotland, Georgia. <laughs> oh, he had to get it in, didn't he? Yeah, Scotland looked very good. Oh, against Georgia. Against Georgia, but you know, in the past, it could have been a, a banana skin team. Well drilled, a lot of good tries, and I don't know if I mentioned Tommy Seymour before, but he's going to the Lions. You've heard it here first. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think he's that good. Um, and I think that shows how far Scotland have come really the fact that they can put nearly 50 points now on a team on Georgia on Georgia whatever you they say they can put nearly 50 points that's how far they've come <laughs> there you they go they can put nearly 50 points on Georgia yep I think Georgia are good they're an, an emerging nation coming well they've won the championship they, they want to try and get into Six Nations don't yeah, they, they Georgia. Do. probably not now uh but then Stuart Hogg after the game says, oh, we can beat anyone. Are I you, did see that. Are Hoggy. you dreaming? Are Hoggy, you, Hoggy it, you dreaming? Uh, he knows that we're going to Julius him on here because it was Louis Bajon handbag and <laughs> smashing rabbits. He's <laughs> jandled. <laughs> jandled, <laughs> mate. So uh, throughout the whole of the Autumn Internationals, is there any team or any players that really caught your eye that didn't maybe uh, before the Autumn Internationals? No, uh, listen, bottom line is Ireland have done very well. You know, the first team for... Donkeys League. 13 years is it since England beat the big three in the same calendar year South Africa Australia New Zealand and fair play Ireland fantastic Rory Best 100 caps um, but the, the, the only team to talk about is England really we, we can beat anyone with 14 players how good are we unbeaten in what is it 13 games no do you, idea do you think but Ireland beat Australia is a good win they shouldn't have won really Ireland should they mm. they play they play well but Australia had so much ball so much possession Look devastating ball in hand, don't they? Kick, uh, you know, from loose kicks, etc., etc. Are we underrating Ireland a little bit? No, Six Nations. It's all on England, Ireland. 
or Ireland England last game. What I mean is Paddy's be- before going into these games, are we have we underrated them a little I bit? Think We're so. also well, surprised. You Kiwis, you Kiwis did. You're like, yeah, we'll put anyone out and beat them in Chicago. <laughs> and you didn't, did you? I was just going to say, Ireland compared to Wales, for me, you know, you look at uh, t- teams who had obviously lost big players. Wales obviously have Ireland losing O'Driscoll, uh, O'Connell retiring, and you're starting to think who's coming through. Sexton's been injured a lot. They've been fantastic. They've been, you know, for me, th- this is uh, <laughs> neutral with an English accent. I think Ireland the second best team in the world. I agree. No, lies. no, I agree. England, okay. England, mate. mate. England are very good. They're very, 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 very good. But it's I think Ireland. I think if win. Ireland, England played, Ireland would win. Do you think? I think. I think. I, the think, same I think if they play with the intensity they played against New Zealand, probably in both games, yes. Where are they playing this year? In, in, Ireland, in last, Ireland. Last game. Last game of the, and this will break the world record because we'll go unbeaten now. I say we, England, will beat Australia this weekend. Uh, then we go into the Six Nations. The last game of the Six Nations is Ireland against England at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin. I don't think England will beat Wales. I've said it. Is the, game, is the game in there's Wales? A for, there's a forfeit there, isn't I don't it? think Wales yeah. will do that one in the Six Nations. But Get I think the game's in England. Oh, is it in England? Well, maybe they know, might do that. Where is it? Uh, Speaking of forfeits, no, actually. Yeah, it, yeah, it's in Wales? Yeah, it's in Wales. Yeah. Wales. Speaking oh, of forfeits, because... Your forfeit last year, uh, last week, on on Facebook Live, made our. I'm pretty sure it wasn't our talent. It was maybe your forfeit that made it the most watched Facebook Live feed that we've done so far. And I think it's probably only fair that Andy Good maybe does a forfeit of his own at some stage. Yeah. Not necessarily well, tonight. Well, and when you say do a forfeit, mm. you have to lose a bet to do a forfeit, surely. Or that has to be some sort of. You can't just say I do a forfeit. Well, I mean, I think we should do. A weight challenge. Weight challenge? So you nah. can't go over X amount over Christmas, Goody. We're looking after your <laughs> no, health. This is my first Christmas when I've not been a professional rugby player. But that doesn't that hasn't mattered a difference Fill to anything that you've done. You <laughs> Can we get some scales in for next week? No. I'm going to bring some in from home. <laughs> yeah. Goody, I'm looking after your heart, mate. All right? I'm looking after you. My tickets are all right, mate. Mate, when you go to the toilet, you need to be able to see the old boy. I'm just worried about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> it has to be something around Christmas, though, doesn't it? Yeah. And Goody. Yeah, we'll have a and thing. Foodie. We'll have a thing. Any suggestions through Facebook Live would be greatly appreciated. I'll join in as that. I ain't bothered. What What would you do? Would you Would you make a Would you make a comeback? Because everyone's always talking about Andy Good making a comeback. Would you Would you make a comeback? You want to see the gloves out again? Do would love to see the gloves. Samurais. Maybe like for a oh, maybe a maybe a lower league team or something. Yeah, let's be I'd honest. Be- <laughs> there's no There's no Premiership team. I said no to Bristol. There's no one else keen, is there? Well, the Worcester are struggling. Yeah, only six points clear of Bristol. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, let's do it. Let's let's find a what you'd actually come back and play play maybe twenty minutes, steam off the bench. Oh, I've got forty in me. You got forty in you? No, I haven't. But I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go lower leagues for a game. And what? on that, one of the biggest names at Kettering Rugby Club has just joined Connor Horgan, our biggest fan. He's yes, been talking, he's been talking about you making a comeback. It could be for the mighty Kettering. Oh, it could be. That's what something that we could do. Actually, we'll get Andy Goo to run out for a local club team. Hold on. It, won't be a, it, it won't be a run out. Let's clear that. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a waddle and a walk. That's okay, we could do, and we'll all join in. We'll all come and support. Even I'll come along. We'll, get along. we'll even commentate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll commentate it ha- live. There we go. So you've heard it here first oh, on the geez. rugby pod, 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 pod. We need to think of the best. It's got to be something to do with your weight. Has to be. What do you think of weight? I think you're way in kgs. Kgs, only kgs. 108. You think I'm 108? 108 kgs. <laughs> <laughs> Lower. What about getting us to maybe a Christmas, Christmas number one? Or oh, sing song? No, just the podcast. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. If we get to number one 
in sports, in the sports podcast in the UK, yeah. Andy Good is making a comeback. Cheers. For, yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well timed. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. I've got literally 20 minutes of walking around a field. I can still kick a corner. I can't, I can't run, can't you know do too much. Won't tackle, shoulders gone, knees gone. So if we get to number one of the what podcasts... What Just the UK Sports Podcast. UK Sports Podcast. Andy Good will come and play a game of rugby for your club. But how do, how do we choose a club then? Well, we're going to have to work that out, aren't we? Yeah, we'll find. We, we'll get the we'll get the social media guys to to work something out. It's not our problem, is it? Yeah, something my, lo- like my local, or something. yeah, my local rugby club would be Beaconsfield Rugby Club. Yeah. Not a bad club. I'll come down and coach. You'll come down I, and coach I, on that day. I ain't coming in the week. <laughs> bar bars, <laughs> bar bars style. They've just come back catering. You get ten beer tokens a game as well. Oh, oh, oh I'm playing. That's I'm an early playing. bid. That's an early bid. <laughs> yes, send your bids in then. All right, so now now it's all on. Yeah, uh, on. So if we get to Christmas number one podcast and sports podcast in the UK, Andy Good is making a comeback. That'll be horrible. I'm still going to monitor your weight over Christmas, though. <laughs> I'm looking out for you as a friend. No matter what level the game is, we'll be commentating it. Jim will be coaching it. Uh, there'll be, I don't know what else, what other promises can we make that we... we, we my mum and dad will come as well. Andy yeah. Good's yeah. mum and dad Ella will be Grace, there. Ella Grace will be mascot. We'll down a yard of ale, I don't yeah, know. Here we go. <laughs> Jim Hamilton will show out uh, how he can do, uh, was it eight seconds for a, a yard glass? Oh, something, I don't know what it was. Oh. We talk a load of rubbish on Six it, seconds. <laughs> Sucks. Anyway, where were we? Back yeah. to the rugger, eh? Yeah, so um, the social media um, platform will, will go to Ollie, our social media uh desk um, for a wee update on on what's been happening uh, throughout the the weekend in social media and rugby yeah you're not going to like it it's mainly revolving around all blacks being cheats and uh standard yeah exactly and a fair few stats being thrown around so we're going to start stat heavy um this and this has been going on for a few a few years now so um four years ago this is a stat for you the all blacks and referees for every 11 to 12 penalties South Africa, Australia gave away. They got a yellow card. Stupid. The All Blacks, 43. Stop that it. has come in from MC Saatchi, Steve. Um, that is, that is, is, it a real, is that a real stat? 100% true, 2011 season. That is... Yeah, four, that's, that's, McCaw, that's Richard McCaw. That's McCaw. At, his, mm. at his best. Yeah, and this is, this is the ultimate stat. Finishing here, sport of call, thanks for this. The All Blacks have never had a red, cla- red card. They've only had their last person they had sent off was in 1967, and cards didn't exist then. It was the old marching orders get point. Off. Get off! Oh, wow, we're, we're a team of fair play. That's yeah. we, we don't we don't do grubby stuff. You do, you cheat. Uh, imagine well, if I yeah, play, well, you but say, we, we cheat very well. Yeah, we do exactly. Mm. We cheat very well. 40, that that stat says it. Mm. We cheat very very well, and we don't we don't repeat offend if it's the same guy over and over again. It's just smart play, isn't it? Isn't that just smart play? Isn't that what you'd be told to do, Jim? Like if, if you were, if you're, you were asking, you're asking the wrong person when it comes to discipline <laughs> on a rugby pitch. This is Mr. Penalties here, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, we've yeah. actually got a tweet about that as well. Um, Kelly Brown tweeted saying, Kelly pic- "Picture of you, part of half of Brownleton, the better the better eyebrows of Brownleton." Um, said, "Watching Scotland game, still think Jim Hamilton could get a run round." The first reply in a minute. The only difference he would make is a higher penalty count against us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who was it? Andy Mahari, Big Andy. He's uh, known who? as who. Big Andy. Never heard of him. Andy Mahardy. <laughs> Andy Mahardy. Um, yeah, uh, Kelly Brown's a good lad. I don't, I don't know him. He comes across really well. Like Kelly's him. a top boy, but he is the smaller half of Bramelton. Yesterday, he played his best game against Gloucester since 2008. He's retiring, isn't he? End of the season, I think. I don't know. It's not official. Kelly, he listens to the podcast, as does Nigel, his father. 
and uh, I'm not saying that you're retiring Kelly nor do I, I think he's you getting should a, I thought he's doing the coaching for the academy he is he's, uh, next sh- year he's shaping all. the future of uh, Saracens and younger players and he's doing a fantastic he's a, he's job good, as well he's a good lad he's a good he's lad a good he is lad. so oh, he's, he's retiring Bramilton's nearly done then isn't it nearly He's retiring. You're going to sign for London Irish. We'll see. After yesterday's game, I, don't, I think I've got two more games in me left. When's, it, when's the announcement coming out? I don't, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what's happening. Did you say you're going to London Irish? No, I didn't oh, say that. Well, if, if you are, there's a tweet here from Gary Wigley saying, surely Big Jim can get Goody a shot with London Irish. Well, no. no, no a bit of Twitter banter in the week with <laughs> London Irish. <laughs> Doesn't know the history, does he, Gary? Jim Hawks. When you're talking about discipline, you, you no, you're not very disciplined. Uh, no, no, no. Well, I, I didn't used to be that disciplined. Yeah, okay. So, you know, refs are looking at you probably more than other yeah. players. Is Does that change the way you play? And do refs talk to you maybe more than they talk to other players on the field? I seem to be more on a first-name basis with a lot of the referees, which I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Do you want a serious answer or I think we chatted about it before. My discipline for Scotland was poor because... We weren't a great team, and it just... I'll oh, blame everyone else. I love blame everyone else. <laughs> Burn. Everyone else was shit, so I had to give penalties. It's so it? much easier at Saracens to just go out there and more to the cows come home and then walk off. It's yeah. as simple as that. Um, but discipline now. The game's changed so much before. You could fly into a ruck and mm. slip of someone for three seconds, four seconds. Now, you can't even go to a ruck with your arms closed. It's like Kieran Brooks got sent off at the weekend on Friday night, wasn't it? You know... You've seen that a million times. Oh, the Kiwi was like, no, what game's that? What, what, what? I didn't watch it. Sorry, yeah. Aviva Premiership. What happened? Best league in the world. Um, Saints, Falcons, Falcons, big win. That's your yeah, old your stomping ground, isn't it? That's Nicky Gonover, intercept, go the length. Old Leicester boy away at Northampton, love to see that. Northampton look poor, don't they? <sighs> Absolute poor. garbage. On that, Jim Mallander, is he in a bit of trouble? No, because they've sacked Alex King and that's where they'll blame it on him this season, which... Kingy's a great coach and they got rid of him a few weeks back, didn't they? Or a couple of months ago. Um, and their recruitment, every other club has moved on. So since they won the Premiership, their recruitment, they haven't, there's, they've only signed George North and, and Louis Picamont, really, in terms of world class players. Uh, George North, and I've said it before on here, I think, he's a brilliant player, hasn't been value for money, has he? No. And they signed Picamont because they lost Sammy Manoa. Um, and but I just P- think P- Pickamore's is gone for ten games of the year. Yeah, yeah. but he's done Pickamore. To be fair, Pickamore's played very well when he's been at Northampton. But Jim Hamilton came out last. Uh, Jim Hamilton. Yeah. Jim, he, he came, came out. out. He came out. <laughs> <laughs> Free Willy. I think my wife's okay. watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jim Hamilton came out, and it was uh, Noel Evans, and it was no, no joke. Jim Mallander said, like he came out last year and said he's really happy with his squad, and you know it's all about uh, the consistency of where we're at. Well, every other club at the top has moved on Wasps look at the signings they make Leicester you know they're trying to bounce back and you know Exeter talking about making some big signings this year as well And well yeah. Matfield went didn't he they signed Matfield at 45 first session tops off Morlin he's like what <laughs> <laughs> Dorian like, West what's going on here <laughs> what's going on here so it's just you know it's you've got to understand and it, again it goes back to it all goes back to money um, and if their business model is is what it is where you can only work in the constraints of what you got you, know, you can't expect them to compete with Wasps, Saris, who Saris used to break the wage cap. Um, Bath used to break the wage cap. Wasps never did. Um, Leicester never did. And that's the truth of it. Yeah, and speaking of opening checkbooks, lots of money, Toulon is the side who are known for it. And today, speaking of social media, 
they have just signed someone, and this is a name, we're calling it on the rugby pod, well I am anyway, who you will remember, I don't know who he'll play for, France or Fiji, Semi Radradra, without a doubt the greatest finisher in both codes of rugby ever ever seen, I'm going to say. Parramatta no, Eels, NRL, the semi-trailer. He is on... Have you not seen me or Jim finish a try-off or a pie-off? A pie-off. A pie-off. Oh, no, sorry. No. Have you seen this guy finish? Have you no. seen it? I've oh, got the clips that, here. No. So he's been on the on the Saris group chat today. There you go. Uh, enjoy watching this from the stands, Ashy, from all the lads. Oh, really? Because oh, Ashy's gone there. This is the, some... So, um, uh, yeah, so as you talk about it, I'll get the clips up for Goody to have a look. So I've talked about semi-trailer. Yeah, so semi-trailer's nickname, Parramatta Eels, something like 72 tries in 75 games for the worst side what in the NRL. Um, that's this a is good tune, isn't clip. it? This is, this is semi-trailer. This is it. So we're watching it. He's got his shirt off. Oh, my word. He looks like On. me. Absolute <laughs> rigosaurus rex. <laughs> so this guy is signing. Yeah, so he talked about opening the check, but while Goody oh. looks at the clips. Riggsville. Yeah. So yeah. he, he's he signed for. He's signed for Toulon, and he's following um, Marika Korobiti, who's his very good mate from Melbourne Storm, mm. and he just made his debut for Australia. Um, sort of they were called the Australian 15 against the French Barbarians this week, and again, absolute freak, pace, power, Fijian-born. But his try, like the highlights reel, is from one game basically. He can just do everything, and he is one who could set a rugby union alight. He's Wowzers. a real... And I hope he plays for Fiji, not France. He'll be, playing, for, He'll be playing for France, mate. Yeah. yeah. Hey, talk, really if that's from one game, they should have seen my highlights when we played India. I scored three tries. Have you not seen this video <laughs> of him? Yeah. Yeah. Can I talk I've, about that again? We've looked everywhere. <laughs> so Ashley's going to be playing Espoirs rugby. Espoirs, under 23s. Wow, because yeah. they've got two us over on the other wing. Is Habana staying there, big BH? I don't know. Apparently he takes them to court every every year. Who the man does? Yeah, then re-signs. Like wise man, good heard. agent, great agent. Yeah, that's I think what you want. He'll he'll go well in Union. It's a, a lot of league players that come from the outside backs tend to do quite well. Yeah, you got to carry. Yeah, Milner Scudder. Let's go, Jason Robinson. He's the best. Jason Robinson. Yeah. Dual code international. Yeah, more Sunny Bill. Josh Sharley. <laughs> oh, I, I think Jason Robinson maybe. I think Sunny Bill comes with a lot of hype. Jason Robinson like. Brought oh, it was a kiwi back in a, kiwi back in a kiwi <laughs> and Sonny Bill Williams back. Um, yeah and I think Jason Robinson would probably he was be outstanding. the best Robbo was yeah. unbelievable something's happened with him and Sonny Bill yeah what's the story, the story? there is nothing, it, nothing is there something happened with a girl at school or an ex, ex, ex girlfriend some ex girlfriend <laughs> oh the old filthy 15 that's yeah. oh we'll get on to the filthy 15 shortly but um, you might be moving Johnny May into the side of the scrum wow after, <laughs> wow. after the weekend that was unbelievable, wasn't it? Try to stick his head up Mako Vanapula's ass in between his legs. Oh, I'm going to scrummage and put my head in the middle. You wouldn't wish that on anyone, would you? Oh, Especially with Johnny. What are you saying about Mako Vanapula's ass? Or <laughs> Jim was telling me off air. It's wide. I'm in the changing room with Mako. It's bag of grapes. Yeah. Grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Piles. <laughs> How's it got to this? For Johnny May, the self-proclaimed... Johnny May's a self-proclaimed chicken. He has a chicken inside. He's a weird man. I've heard he's weird very man, strange. Weird man, weird boy. Why is he weird? He's just a bit. He's just a bit like, like quirky, a bit out there. He says, it, "Doesn't he say something like he's got a chicken voice in his head that talks to him, yeah. or something like?" That. Yeah, I mean, something really weird. Yeah. yeah, he come down one day uh, from a training camp across his complete skinhead, big razor, and he said, uh, "We were like Johnny, what have you done?" He's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> "That was it." <laughs> yeah, there are some personalities because they were doing a video on England rugby, and Carl Sinclair, for the first five six years of his life, genuinely thought he was a dinosaur. He would just go into the garden. Do you see this? Stop he, it. he went into the, England rugby. Actually, on their me? official Facebook page, when went into the garden, his mum would be like, "What are you doing, Kai?" He went, 
Um, and was just eating leaves off plants <laughs> in, his, in his back garden. Are you Genuinely kidding me? thought an alter ego of a dinosaur. That's that's our England prop. They said they're bright the front row. That is out there. He's a good player wow. though. He's a good player. Yeah. For a dinosaur. Wow. Yeah. I mean, why are you even admitting that? You've got something wrong with you. Raise his profile. Good to have a personality yeah. though. Yeah. Like that he's got personality. Yeah. Irish a dinosaur. <laughs> that's actually a very good impression. <laughs> so. Tell me more about this chicken personality. <laughs> that's, that's got me. Like, what, what, so what happened? Like, he came into he came to training with a big shaven head, yeah, and, and was clucking like a chicken. Yeah, and literally that's it. The most random, random stuff. Yeah. Does he do anything else like that? Not that I can remember. But if you ask a lot of people, Johnny May is a weird character. He's a weird fish, isn't it? You've yeah, heard that? No, I have heard that as well. Just bizarre. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Don't know why. I just sometimes just some think, people are, aren't they? Like not everyone. Mm. So when you got a mate that has a word with you and says, "Mate, what the? F- I don't know what you're on about." Yeah, he might get on quite well with Harry Ellis. No, Harry's a great bloke. He's not weird at all. Oh no, <laughs> no, he's not weird. No, just does the whale in the nightclub drinking, drinking his own fish, sober. Um, England against Australia this weekend. Big good game, I reckon. Shit, it's a big game, isn't it? Uh, big loss for obviously for us losing Billy. Because uh, he, you know, he gets us go forward front football all the time. But I don't know. I, as an Englishman, I just think I've got this sneaky suspicion. You guys are going to do eighteen in a row, though, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we, yeah, yeah, we will, we will, but it'll be close. And then Farrell will just knock a drop goal over. You were talking about stars for the autumn internationals. One uh, hasn't come completely out of nowhere. If you like Super Rugby, but what a start! Reese Hodge at twelve yeah. for Australia, mm, really good. Mm. He could be. I feel the difference. Kuidrani's found some form. Mm. Um, his battle with Farrell should be. Up there is one of the best game, and you, you watch that Ireland game at the weekend, and Australia, the ball in hand, they're so dangerous. Uh, Kuadrani, um, just all that Falau. Every time they get the ball in attack with a bit of space, they just look like they can beat people for fun, don't they? Yeah. Um, so it'll be, yeah. Paul Gustard spoken this week already about the defensive test and how you know they, we basically beat Argentina because our defence was great after losing Elliot Daly, etc. But it will go another step up against Australia at the weekend and check the whole you know, media battle between Checker and Jones I can't wait for more of that Checker's a suck isn't he it's already started hasn't it he's an absolute it. suck well Eddie Jones started it straight after the game didn't he yeah, so, but he knows uh, what he's doing though Eddie Jones is just needling him just playing him yeah, good fun good fun I'll I'd, tell you what though just on to the um, on about Australia and England's defence England you know and Gustav is a world class defensive coach but they are conceding tries mm. and that's going to be the worry against a team that can score from anywhere um, the things so England, can we you they no, I can't they, we, we, yeah. we England they, I think yeah, it's yeah, going to be a lot closer than people think I think this is the kind of game Australia have been trying to get through to get to this game and that's it. That's it. All done and dusted for I'm, them, isn't I'm it? A tiny bit gutted that Ireland that they'd lost to Ireland because it was the Grand Slam tour, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, really tough for everyone Irish and Rory Best hundred caps and all that stuff. But what a climax it would have been! This is the last international. There's no one else playing this weekend, is there? And and because of that, big news is that Will Genia isn't being released by Stade Francais. Is he not? No, because it comes outside yeah, of the true. international window. What? That's a. As, I mean, now they're no. So now they've got Nick Phipps throwing dust balls oh, as Drew Mitchell Nick, calls no. it. <laughs> they're pushing <laughs> over physios. Big loss. Was, he was <laughs> terrible. No. In the, he, Phipps was half the reason that England won in the in the summer, wasn't it? He was terrible. What? But yeah, again. But that's the whole thing. You know, you, rules is rules, eh, Jim? Rules is rules. Who used is to Michael, say that? Michael, Michael Holford. Holford. Rules is rules. And that's oh, I'm speechless. I can't get over there. It's the whole it's the whole playing. thing of the international player release. Regulation there. nine. <laughs> 
Is that what it is? Yeah. Absolute pig, isn't he? You've changed three months ago. What a rugby nose. I, I really know your stuff. Yeah, I just did my research this week. But that's the thing, though. You know, George North wouldn't have been released for Wales this weekend. Same thing in the Premiership. Um, you know, had he had Wales had a game, and it was a whole thing pre the first game of the Autumn Internationals. There was this big battle about would the Welsh boys had Roberts, uh, Moriarty, who else is in Wales? Charteris, Falatau's back. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm. But because it was the LV, the Anglo Welsh Cup, no one cares about. Um, apart from me, because I work for ITV on the Anglo Welsh. If you want to tune in in January. Um, <laughs> Anyway, silence. Yeah, <laughs> it is literally. There's two people that watch it, mum and dad. Where was I? Yeah, so the, it's fair enough. Stadfront said that, and they're having a shit season as well. Stadfront there. So yeah, oh, it's just no good for the spectators, is it? Um, well, we might as well come on to the the good, the bad, and the ugly. On that note, there's been a lot of good, hasn't there? Mm. A lot of good. Um, we're going to start off with something that you wouldn't expect, really. But Italy beat South Africa last week. Massive win. Massive mm-hmm. win. Italy are a tier one nation. You've got to go shout out to the Pacific Islands this week. Fiji won, Samoa won, Tonga. Tonga beat a tier one nation. I know it was Italy, and it, we all perhaps don't think it is, but... Um, you were commentating that no, game. No, it was. It was terrible. How, how was that, mate? After, after a week-long golf trip in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, my head was fried. There was some pronunciations that you I got massively been, wrong. You would have been on the golf course doing your study, name pronunciations and were drinking and playing golf, and then, oh, the wingers got the ball can't remember their names but shout out to the, the Pacific Islands we give them enough abuse about um, you know losing a lot of players to England and, and different countries um, so they won do you see Serin's flick pass for yes, pick a mile's try do you see that little quick Jim's looking at me going yeah. what are you on about <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Baptiste Serra isn't it Jean-Baptiste Serra just, just Baptiste oh Baptiste Serra I believe so yeah All right. Baptiste Serra Bordeaux Bordeaux Begler yeah, yeah. 9 anyway oh. quick tap penalty against the Kiwis um, I did see that lovely little blind flick class. Yeah, yeah. that was good that on social media yeah, was really good. but we've got to go with Ireland's victory you know three victories against the big three Southern Hemisphere obviously beat South Africa Australia and New Zealand in a year and to cap it off Rory Best 100th cap that is some achievement so we'll go the good is Rory Best in Ireland really okay the bad Billy Vanapolo's knee injury not good news is it really that's grim news Jim might have to have a go in at number 8 for Sarah's <laughs> No? No. No, no, no. Uh, no so that's no good. Elliot Daly's red card, obviously, and we'll just buzz through. We've talked about it before. Johnny May scrummaging. That's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen from a back trying to do. <laughs> terrible, terrible scenes. And then the ugly. There's only one thing for the ugly. Enrique. Enrique? 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 Enrique, Enrique Glazer? No. Enrique Pareto's stamp on the face of Joe Marler. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Needs a six-month ban. Silly behaviour. You can blind a kid. You can blind someone like that, so... And there's all this stuff about world rugby and they've been soft and lenient on bands. Make an example of someone, you know, and that's mm. him. Get out of the game. Horrendous stamp. He's looking down, stamped on his face. There's the ugly. Wasn't reaction at all? No. Reaction. Uh, Mar- yeah, slight reaction. Marla's holding his leg, but you know, he, he looks down, sees his face and stamps on him. So mm. pretty bad. So there's the ugly. Okay, and we'll go straight on to the filthy 15 then. We're, I've, uh, I've, we're I've, up to yeah, 10. First ten. five. And I've, I'm really, really struggling. With with te- with all back, I, I don't know any backs apart from Harry. So I was I was thinking about the tens that I've played with. So Farrell, no stories. Hodgson, no stories. Nicky Robinson, no stories. Dan Pax, Nicky Robinson, no stories. Sto- uh, Nicky Robinson got some stories. You got some, have you? Uh, Phil Godman, uh, gambling stories, but I'm not allowed to tell them. I asked him, <laughs> and he said no. Um, Austin bad. Healy, good bad stories. Oh, mate. Argentina, all I'm saying. Jim, can I borrow your credit card? I spent 200 quid. Try to hang around. Well, you know. <laughs> um, 
So I've got to, I've got to go with Goody. No, I have to go with Goody. You're, you're not putting forward any fly half. I've, yeah, well, I there's no. Like wow. I said, there is no one. Every fly half. Okay, so, so you're putting forward Goody. Why I'm, are you putting? Well, good, because I know he has a photo of me in his phone, <laughs> but I also have a photo in my phone of Goody, leg up, and the Worcester changing rooms shaving his nuts. So for me, have you, have you really? I, I've got it on my phone. You've seen it. Show it me now, then. No, I'm not going to show it. I'm it. keeping it. I'm keeping it. So, and the fact that you know the stuff that we've said, a guy that's 110 kgs, it's gone, up, ne- by, it's gone up by two, has never lifted <laughs> a weight in his whole career apart from a chicken tikka masala with extra chicken, <laughs> has gone on to have the stellar career that he's had. And I'm sure if you ask a lot of people, Andy Good would be in the filthy 15. And I'm not even talking about the filthy stories that I've got. I'm joking. I'm talking <laughs> you up there. Give me a good story about me. I haven't. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. So simply, Andy Good for shaving his nutsack in the Worcester changing room, changing room in front of the boys is in, oh. is, is, my th- is, is the 10. And nice. I'm sure a lot of the uh, listeners and viewers out there would, would potentially back me up. Always clean shaven. Who have you got then? Come on. So, tell me a filthy 10. He's a very good friend of mine, Joe Carlisle, very good friend of mine, uh, ex-Worcester Wasps, he's now at London Welsh. Um, you talk about someone that can drink, my God, this kid can drink. Wow, doesn't uh, look like it. No, he, it, well, streak of piss to be honest, but he's a great bloke. Well, going back to our days at Worcester, so we played, um, we had a game on a Saturday, and we went, we lived in Chowton, went to the races on the Friday. Uh, we ended, I think we were playing Bucharest away on the Sunday. Classic. Yeah, massive game. Richard Hill put me on the bench, travelling with the kids, horrendous. Um, Joe Collard had the weekend off, so Friday he's gone racing all day, got on the smash, went out. He woke up Saturday morning, gone down to London uh, all day Saturday, and anyone that knows Joe knows he's a, he's a huge drinker, great lad. Sunday wakes up again, he thinks, why not? Let's go again, triple header. Not many people can do this. He's gone, he's ended up in the ship, one of Jim's favourite places down in London. For a scrappy daffy oh. There we go. On a Sunday night, gets his brother to drive him back from London on the Sunday night, back to, so I say Sunday night, Monday morning about six o'clock in the morning, back to Worcester. We've got fitness testing on the Monday morning. And everyone knows, everyone knew we all had fitness testing Monday morning. He's had a three-day bender. He's not slept. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Dominated the fitness test. Beat everyone. Got level 23.1 on the yo-yo. Do you remember that? Did you do that test, yeah, Jim? What did you get? 18.4. That's an absolute <laughs> lie. I'm telling you now, that is a lie. I swear on my life, I got 18.4 on a yo-yo. Year? World Cup year. I was the only type 5 to get it. It's Scotland. He tells a lie, doesn't he? 18.4. I tell you, we'll see if someone can back me up. I'll bring in the stat for you. 18.4. And it meant that... Well, you, you finish your story now. Do you want me to tell the, the, the 18 4 year We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Anyway, so his brother's brought him back. Um, anyway, he's come back and he's just dominated the fitness test on a Monday morning. Zero sleep, been sick everywhere, in the car on the way back. Absolutely killed it. But not that filthy. So there's not many filthy tens out there, there's apart not. from Andy Good. No, you can't put me in it, please, Dan. We didn't put Jim in it, so don't put me in it. Can the be a part it. of it? Panel can't uh, you want to win a game with a filthy 15. That's all I'm saying. I'm not judging who should go in there, but if you want to win a game with a filthy 15, you've got to go with the filthiest. The nutsack shaver. One guy, yeah, Stickmitz played for England. The other guy went over to Italy to play domestic rugby. I want to, I want to put Goody in there. Yeah, Do you want to put Goody in there? Yeah, we've got the thumbs oh, up Goody. from the producer. There we go. 
Goody so is at number 10 for the Filthy 15. You're back with Harry Ellis right? in the partnership. Yeah, yeah that's there what you go. That's Dream good. team. That's, that's good, what they man. wanted. That is good. And, you know, the, the thing is, this is just the start being in the Filthy 15. She might be actually making a, a full-on comeback, Goody. How are you feeling about that? Well, if, if needs be, and the cash is right, save Newcastle. Or if Kettering come good. If Kettering needs to get promoted in Midlands 6... I've got to give a shout out to my old club Barker Boots as well. Barker Boots. Yeah, we should go back there and play. Maybe this could be a thing. I played there. You know, one a month. One a month. <laughs> chat myself. As soon as my boots get hung up, which could be soon, I ain't getting them back. Well, you got again. two years at Irish, haven't you? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I almost forgot. We're, 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 we're going back to the eighteen point four story. Yeah. Okay. So eighteen point four, and believe it or not, fitness. I'm I quite don't. Good. I don't. You do. You, I've you, seen it, Jim. Fitness. I struggled to see fitness. That. I'm quite good. I, I haven't seen you play though. But. What bike? Absolute domination. Nick. My what nickname, bike's not fitness though. My nickname should be called Diesel. That's what I think. Self-proclaimed Diesel. Diesel. I can run till the cows come home. Not not the prettiest and not the fastest. Okay. So I'm looking at you all straight. I know. Well, you know. You've watched me play. You've watched me run. It isn't pretty. I've seen the tape. <laughs> run like a spider. <laughs> the, the spider. But I can run to the cow sheds and back. And I was conscious of the World Cup. Last chance. Vern mm. doesn't like me. I'm going to be good at the fitness. So I was good at the fitness. 18 4. It was indoors. Uh, is it, this is 2011. This is uh, no, the 15. last one. Oh, last 15. One, 2015. Just gone. Rabbit Gate. Rabbit Gate. And this is why I told the story because he absolutely judged me and didn't take me. <laughs> so this is the thing. So the, the Rabbit Gate, before we went, no, when we got, before we got, sorry, once we got to France, obviously Rabbit Gate happened and then we get split into fitness groups. So anyone who was sub 18 went off, which was all the type five uh, and a few backs had to go and do like power endurance circuits. Anyone who got above. Which backs? Name names. Finn Russell. 10. A couple, a couple of them were injured. A couple of them were injured. It might have been thinner. Anyway, it's irrelevant. And anyway, we had to run. Anyway, anyone over 18 had to go in with, uh, the, you know, there was a running group and basically you had to do shuttles and we were at altitude. Mo Farrell was there, actually. Nice bloke, running very fast. I imagine you beat him as well. Well, I couldn't even see. I just saw it. I saw it. Someone said, I looked over, it looked like him. And anyway, so in this session, we had to do something like 200 down, 200 down and ups. How, how did it look like him? <laughs> he looked very fast and he looked bold. And he, yes. So someone shouted it was Mo Farah. And it, it genuinely was Mo Farah because um, there was paparazzi there. But oh, on, um, they were for gym though, weren't they? Anyway, so in this session, I'm the only type 5 forward. There's about 150 down and ups. And I'm not joking, I'm probably three lengths of the pitch away from the last guy. And I'm doing a down up and down. What, Mate, well, I felt ahead. it looked like I was in front because there's no one in front of me. Uh, Vern Carter shouting, How much do you want this, Hamilton? How much do you want it, mate? And I'm thinking, I, I, I don't. I'm ready to give up. Um, and I was that far at the back. So anyone doing fitness or fitness testing, just do what Neil Back did and just stay in the middle of the pack. Middle of the pack the whole way. And then when it really matters come to the four. 18-4 in the yoga. Last rep hero. And, yeah. if, and if you're middle of the pack it stops your, uh, the wind blowing off your toupee that's probably Neil Back's main reason isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Exactly. Next week on the show we've got uh, Richard Hibbert. What do you guys know about Richard? He's a tough bugger. He got counter rook to the cows come home yesterday in yesterday's game. Quality player. He does have a good nickname. Does he? Mm. Should we save it? Oh, shall we? Should we save it? Should, should we, we save, save it? Should we just Get it out there now. I think I think we should probably just get cool. it out there now. Then so, we can ask him about it. So time. Brad Davis, Welsh second row, played at Wash with him last year. We played Gloucester. He's like, oh, goody. Have you seen the hair on Richard Hibbard? Like, yeah, grey hair, long, blonde, tied back. He's like, yeah. Have you seen the body shape on him? Oh, yeah, geez, I'd be happy to be in that, Nick. Stay at me. He's like, oh, he hates being called Fatrick Swayze. 
Is that his nickname? His nickname's Fatrick Swayze. I go up to him and I'm like, Fatrick! Fatrick Swayze butt! (laughs) And he's like, Goody, go fuck yourself! (laughs) I was like, uh, he was about to kick off. Brad Davis told me to say that. Backed out. Didn't want to back myself up at all. Fatrick Swayze, good lad though. Good lad? Yeah, Mm. good boy. We'll hear hear more about that story. You call him Fatrick Swayze, he'll probably hang up. Okay. Well, we won't call him that then. I will. Well, a, you can. There is a story about him. Lions, just a few days before the uh, final and third test, he's actually started when they beat Australia. He was immense as well, weren't he? He was great. He had a bit of friendly fire in on the Wednesday training with Johnny Sexton. We'll, we'll, we'll find out a bit more about that next week. But have either of you ever come across a bit of friendly fire between teammates in training? Any stories around that? <laughs> 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 bit of green on green or red on red. At Leicester, there was loads. Shall I tell one? Have you got one as well? Yeah, maybe. I've got a good one. I I mean, it it, it might be completely polished, it might have been fantasised, but I remember it went this way. It went down like this. (laughs) So Wednesday, we used to have 15 on 15 sessions. You'd have the first 15, which, you know... Which Jim was never in. Which I was never in, obviously, because they had Martin Johnson and Ben Kay, Lewis Deacon, Neil Back, Cockrell, Roundtree, Garforth, Corrie. I'm name-dropping everyone here because they were all there. Andy Good was there. And one of the big things was that the, the sessions were really physical. They used to get a ref in. He just thought he was basically coming to referee a riot. <laughs> and there was this one instance where Richard Cockrell had been dropped for a game and Dorian West was on. The, the, he, he got picked ahead. So we got running around and Cockers was one of the biggest Judas's in training you've ever seen. Two-footed, Nobby, or Dorian West, who obviously now coaches Northampton, straight in the back. Next thing, Neil Back comes flying over, cracks Cockers in the face. And then Cockers and Neil Back are fighting on the floor. There's a bit of fighting. Back, he's a tough bugger, isn't he? Cockers, not... Uh, Cockers Cock- Cock- his... certainly isn't a tough bugger. Cockers isn't that tough. He, he talks a good game. Uh, as we saw against uh, New Zealand, he got filled in the taxi <laughs> after it. Um, anyways, he talks a good game. And next thing, um, Neil Back and him are going at it. Next thing, John Wells comes uh-huh. and pulls Co- uh, Cockers out of the side of this ruck. Um, or oh, pulls Backy. Pulls back Sorry, pulls, pulls Neil yeah. Back out the side of this ruck. Um, and they're all fighting. So now John Wells is fighting. Um, Backy's head's gone. Neil John Wells back. is the coach. And Backy's swinging punches at Neil Wells. Next back. thing, uh, John O's trying to get in between. They're going mad. There's like people are getting two footed at the side. And then Dino walks out. Dino. <laughs> Next thing, Backy's getting like it's, it's, it's kicking off big time. Backy gets uh, taken inside, drives off in his. What's he got? What's he have then? I think he had a Beamer or something. Yeah, or an Aston sent, Martin, something sent, like sent that. home, gone. Yeah, sent home from training. But there was loads of them. Like, before I got my kit at Leicester, you had to have a fight. I ended up having a fight with Guy Manson Bishop and Ricky Nebbit, who filled in the tramp and got arrested. Jeez, and Nick, Ricky Did Nebbit. you win your fight? job he was. Yeah. Did I win? Yeah. I had John on my team. That's where me and Martin Johnson really, you know, that was it. Bond, we, we connected. Bondaged. We bond, yeah, bonded. Played against Northampton with John that week. But yeah, so basically you had to have a fight. Before you got your kit, you had to have a fight in training. I love football initiations. You sing a song. Yeah, that was Leicester back in the day. So we went on that weekend to win that game. Fight Jono. And you get picked. (laughs) Yeah, so there's another one with Neil back, uh, with uh, Lewis Moody just come back. And he was flying around in training, like it was like touch, flying around, charging people down. And Jono's told him to calm down. He ain't calming down. Next thing, Jono's grabbed him and Mudos has like grabbed him back. Well, that was because Alex Tuolangi, do you remember? Yeah. So we were playing first team against the rest. The rest have got bags. Alex Tuolangi's ran, and Lewis has literally tried to touch him with a tackle bag. He didn't get anywhere near him. Alex runs through 20 metres, scores, and he's slowing down, jogging. Lewis drops his bag, 
Go, runs after him. Alex is just about to just dab the ball down for a try. Goes to smash him. Alex gets up. What the fuck you do, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's previous there. And uh, Jono walks over, grabs him, and just boom. Knocks him clean out. Knocks Lewis clean out. And he's out again. Bambi on ice, just <laughs> legs, legs going everywhere. Let's so we'll get him inside oh. next. Oh, it next. sounds like you guys have got plenty of stories on, on training fights, so we might have <laughs> well, to touch on this again next yeah. week if you can get some queued up. Um, don't forget, if you are listening uh, or watching rugby over the weekend, um, to uh, tweet uh, hashtag the rugby pod, because we want to read them out during the, uh, during the podcast. So make sure you tweet uh, hashtag the rugby pod. Get on alesbymail.com um, order some Ales by Mail uh, some craft beer to your doorstep uh, and thank you very much for coming guys we'll be back again next week yeah cheers fella um.